Love and Watches is a podcast for male and female watch lovers alike. Perpetual Girl and Ranch Racer are a watch-crazy wife and husband team, bringing you the latest in news, gossip, controversy, and anything else that matters in the world of watches. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, watch fam. Welcome to episode nine of the Love and Watches podcast. This is Ranch Racer. And this is Perpetual Girl. And thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate uh, everyone that's uh, started to follow us on Instagram and listen to the show. Uh, it looks like we're, we're starting to build up listeners and followers, which is always really exciting. So um, let's see. So for today, the main topic is going to be talking about kind of what's in the collection part two. We did the first one a few shows ago, and we're each going to run through a few watches for you guys that are in our collection. And then... Before we get to that, though, we have kind of an exciting announcement. So we've got some news. We'll do wrist checks. But before we even do that, I'm going to hand it over to PG to talk about our announcement. Well, we are doing our very first watch giveaway. And we've announced it on Instagram. So I think a lot of you already know about it. But if you don't... And Kaz and Mike announced it on their yes, show yesterday, Thank which you, was fellas. awesome. Thanks, guys. We really a, appreciate that it. That was a really uh, nice yeah. little blurb you did for us. Uh, we are doing a watch giveaway, and it's an Invicta Speedway model number or reference number 17023. And it it is sort of an homage to the Rolex Daytona white dial. Yep. It's a little bit different. Um, I actually have a similar one, Invicta, and it's got the stick indices on it. This one's slightly different. Um, I bought them at the same time. Yeah, it's got Arabic. It numerals, has the right? number, actual numbers on it, but it has the same dial with some pat, like Gioche pat, like a little patterned basket weavy sort of thing. But it's got the uh, black subdial, three subdials. It's actually really pretty. And I have I have one of my own, like I said, and I wear it all the time. You do, yeah. And it's got screw. It's a quartz, and it's got screw down pushers and crown. And I've um, gotten it submerged in water and very wet, doing um, pool chores with my birds. <laughs> and it's been has I haven't had any problems so far. We haven't opened it up, but it's been a really great watch, and it looks it looks great. And you know, it's the price point you can't beat it. It's hard to fault it, and I believe it's a forty forty millimeter. I think it's forty millimeter. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, very similar, like like PG said, obviously an homage to uh, the very famous Rolex Daytona, but just looks great. It is water resistant to 200 meters. It's got screw down pushers uh, to allow for that. So super cool watch. It's along the lines of our theme we talked about in our last show, which is basically buy what you like and really don't don't give a darn what other people think about it, right? Mm-hmm. If you like it then you should wear it. This is a good, solid, basic quartz chronograph with fantastic looks, and we're excited to give it away. And it's super easy to enter. Um, basically, you just go over to our Instagram feed, at Love and Watches, and find the contest post, which right now it's the latest post. And all, literally all you have to do is comment and tell us what your dream chronograph is, right? What that grail watch is from a chronograph perspective. That's all you have to do. We're not even f- telling you you have to like us, although we would really appreciate it if you liked us on the f- liked our feed and started following us. That would be great, uh, but that's not necessary. You literally just have to comment on the post and uh, let us know what your favorite chronograph is, and that's it. We've seen some neat posts so far and things uh, watches that I'm not familiar with because yeah. we're, we're all we're learning all the time. Yeah, I've and- seen a few that I had not seen before or that I heard about but hadn't actually seen pictures of, so it forced me to go look it up. Uh, I'm trying to comment on everyone's, you know, respond to everyone's comments because it's really fun to see what's coming in. So you have until August 15th at midnight uh, on uh, Pacific time. And then on 16th, we are just going to use one of those many random number generators on the internet and we're going to pick a winner. That's basically it. I'm just keeping a a spreadsheet and assigning everyone a number and that's how that's going to work. So super easy. Um, if you're overseas, we're not we're not prohibiting anyone overseas from entering. We'll if one of you guys win, I, I know that there are obviously some restrictions and some things we need to follow with shipping. So we'll work with you as best we can to get that done. But we didn't want to um, exclude anyone because we have a lot of a lot of uh, listeners overseas. So uh, so that's it. That's the giveaway. Anything else on that? 
I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I wanted to cover a little bit of news. Uh, we haven't recorded for a, actually three weeks now. We are a week behind. Again, I apologize profusely. We're, it's, I think I, I mentioned on the last show, we were going through some remodeling and some construction here and a lot of noise, and it's been very difficult to find a time to record. So we're a bit late, but if you guys have been reading any of the news in the watch world, you know that, or have probably heard that Swatch Group pulled out of Basel World for this for 2019. So big, big news. It was a big hit to MCH, who is the managing company of, of Basel World, and I believe their CEO resigned this past week. So, I, yeah. T- tell us a little bit about which watch companies are under the Swatch Well, so like group, Omega and Longines and Tissot and Breguet and Hamilton. I mean, a lot of big, I think it's like 18 different brands under the Swatch Group umbrella. So, it's not insignificant. It's a really big blow. Um, there have been smaller brands pulling out over the last few years, and the show has basically has half of what it had a few years ago in terms of exhibitors. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's a lot of politics. We've never been there. We will probably never go. Uh, it's just not the kind of show or the kind of uh, publication or blog that we are. But um, It's kind of hard for the public to even get near it. It's not it's, really it's a hard public for many show. There's one small manufacturers day. to get into as well. Yeah, it's very hard for for um, you know for those manufacturers that provide parts to these to the larger watch manufacturers. It's hard for them to get in. Food's expensive. Hotels are incredibly expensive, and there aren't many in the area. So I think, unfortunately, the show just grew too big, and there was a lack of communication between the show organizers and the manufacturers. Uh, in terms of where they wanted the show to go and what direction they wanted it to go in. So it's uh, a big announcement. Do we really care? I don't know. I I mean, I care just because I'm, I'm a watch enthusiast. But on the other hand, you know, as these manufacturers pull out, if more do pull out, uh, there's a lot, a lot of folks thinking maybe Breitling will be next. But at the end of the day, they're going to figure out how to let us know what's going on, right? So So we can keep you guys informed. So Basil is cool in that you've got this solid week of information coming out that you can report on. So it'll be a little bit different now in terms of how the Swatch Group and its brands announce this stuff. But, you know, whatever. Basil World is what it is. Really doesn't affect us too much. But it was big news. Uh, The other thing I wanted to touch on was just a really cool story. Um, And I, I don't recall who reported on it first, but... Long story short, there's a gentleman by the name of Dave Sutton, and Dave is a professional pilot and a diver, and I, I think the story goes he had a personal Rolex Sea Dweller, and he was pulling up the anchor on his boat one day and almost lost it into the ocean. Um, you can imagine how that made him feel. So basically, he started customizing Seiko SKX watches, and I think through his, you know, his profession as a pilot, he knew folks within NASA and long story short he was able to get his custom watch with an Erica's original strap on it up to the International Space Station and they got a picture of it I think floating in the in ISS uh, in front of the one one of the windows and just a cool story and I I've been chatting with Dave over Instagram and I think we're probably going to have him on the show at some point in the future maybe we can even get Erica on with him but uh, that should be a lot of fun. And I just thought it was a really cool kind of feel good story. So um, I think that's the news. Do you have anything else you want to talk about news wise? Uh, nope. No news for me. I have I have one little shout out. Uh, do you want to do? Oh, yeah, we can do shout outs. Go for it. Uh, we, uh, we have one listener. Um, his handle is the unexpected recipient. And he uh, just had a baby. And had posted that... Let's uh, clarify, his wife had the baby. Uh, okay. He did have a part in it, but his wife is <laughs> yeah. the one that actually had the baby. Just just so, to clarify that. Had a baby, 43-hour labor, what a woman. Oh, and, my um, goodness. They, he mentioned that they were listening to our podcast while they were in the hospital. That is looking so for cool. Something to do. So, <laughs> that is so I thought cool. that was super sweet yeah. and kind of really unexpected to hear that. And I was really, I thought that was really great. I'm glad we could keep you guys entertained while you're in 43 hours of labor. That's, <laughs> That's really, really cool. I did not expect someone to. And, and they're I, in the hospital I was born in. Yes. Long, long, long time ago. So that was neat too. And I think she's really enjoying the watch thing. And he said that she's 
kind of starting to get into it. So hopefully that's a, a budding hobby for them. I, I certainly hope she is. I hope we can help because you and I just have so much fun with it mm-hmm. together. It's it's such a fun hobby that a husband and wife can share. So yep. really cool story. I'm glad you did that shout out. I think that was well worth it. Yeah. It was neat to kind of follow him and hear that they were listening to the yeah. podcast. So very cool. I think that's it. Let's jump into, we got to do the wrist checks. Okay. That's kind of a, a normal thing. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. So all weekend, I was wearing my Invicta Donald Duck. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Are you looking for your phone? It was it was no, ringing. Okay. It was ringing like crazy. And it was I know. Buzzing Everyone's and texting me. me this, so that's fine. I had to. You I had can to, keep an eye on it. I had it. to put them away. <laughs> um, so I was wearing my Donald Duck Invicta all weekend because we I was doing some risky type activities and didn't want to scratch anything. And I really love the look of my two tone homage submariner so i was really having fun with donald so since i wore donald all weekend i thought now that i'm kind of indoors with all this heat and smoke outside yeah, can't really I'm, go out much. I'm wearing the real deal submariner so um you know i got that that invicta because i love donald and i love that i love 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 the submariner two-tone and that was kind of you know what we could afford at the time and now that we're fortunate enough to have been able to get this watch to share i it's you know i don't want to i don't want to hurt it and don't want to you know i'm trying to take care of it and yeah you know no, make no it reason last putting it at risk no right? i don't want to i don't want to be irresponsible with it wasn't so, an insignificant purchase absolutely for us, so, so i want to take care of our things and just that's at one six six one three i think so it's the previous it's generation non-maxi case and dial uh two-tone uh stainless and, and yellow gold and just kind of that classic with the blue dial. Yeah. Cool. And you actually were wearing it with the bracelet for a while and it's not easy to adjust the, the length. I, so I kind of grabbed it when you adjusted it for me and I might steal it for a long time. Yeah. And you know, the thing for me, I think for, for a woman who is accustomed to wearing jewelry and people are used to seeing jewelry on, on women, uh, for me, when we first got it and I tried it with that bracelet, it was a little bit, I was a little self-conscious. I got to be honest. I, I went out and did some shopping with it and it's such a, it's such a beautiful watch and I love the look of it, but I was, I was definitely self-conscious. So I put it on uh, like a blue, uh, like denim. Yeah. Like a denim strap and it looked great. And actually, uh, EA eight, who is a, a friend of two broke watch knobs. And, uh, I, th- I believe he's starting to follow us now. Uh, he is actually making me a custom leather strap for that watch, and I'm super excited to get one? it. A blue with, nice. uh, I think it's going to be yellow stitching, kind of a like a matte blue type leather. It's I, it's going to look incredible, so I'm really excited to get that. I uh, wanted to thank him for working on that for me. So uh, I think it's a great unisex watch. I really do. Yeah, it's 40 millimeters, so for a diver, it, it works for just about anybody. Very thin. And it's got a low profile, so it doesn't stick up very high and looks great with jeans. Um, I love it, but I, I do need to be careful with it with some of the activities with the animals. Yeah, it's so, uh, definitely not something that we want to uh, damage No, so that's unnecessarily. What that's what I'm wearing today. Very cool watch. I, I dig it. And it, like like you said, it is a great watch that the two of you can share. So, And I do love Donald. It's a great look. Yeah, you don't have the Mickey. You paid a lot more for this one. It doesn't have Donald on it. What's what's up with that? I don't know. Yeah, so something like that. I you know I don't worry about an Invicta falling into the bottom of a lake. However, if they did discontinue Donald from the Invicta website, I'd be pretty upset. That would be a bummer because it does what have an NH, Disneyland. It does have an NH thirty five movement in it. So for less than a hundred bucks. Yeah, it's a I great mean, it's gosh, a great starter wrong. piece. And I have a girlfriend who uh, just recently. She got into watches. Got into watches, and she got the non-Donald version of this watch, and she loves it. At first, she thought it was a little big. Of the Invicta. Of the, Invic- yeah. of the Invicta. Yeah. She thought it was a little big, but she's gotten used to it, so she's... It's her first uh, diver. Yeah, it's her so, first diver watch, so she's starting to get used to it, and she's wearing it with some beads and fun stuff, so... Yeah. It takes a little getting used to, to wear watch. a bigger watch. Really yeah. cool watch. Very yep. cool. How about you? So I am wearing a watch that um, I've had in for at least a couple weeks uh, for review. Um, and it is the Anonimo Eparato. Uh This one is the Galvanic Blue Sunray Dial. So there's a couple different blue dials 
that Anonimo offers the Eperado in. Uh, and this is the lighter of the two. Beautiful sunray pattern. Uh, let's see. It's reference AM-4000.01.103.W22. That's you don't have, don't have to remember that. I'm going to put it in the show notes. <laughs> that's my favorite that we saw at the Couture show in Las Vegas. Yeah, so we that met blue. with uh, the U.S. contingent for Anonimo. Um, I had actually done a preview of the Eperado several months ago uh, when it was announced for Basel um, for wristwatch review. And you mean a non hands-on? Yeah, just a, just a preview of it, right? I didn't have the watch in hand. Uh, and it's, you know, if you know anything about Anonimo, it was founded by some of the Panerai guys after Panerai was, I believe purchased. And I don't remember who purchased Panerai, but um, these guys went off and did their own thing. And, it's very similar in terms of the, the cushion square, cushion case shape that Panerai is known for. It doesn't have um, the big crown guard that Panerai is known for. The dials are very different. Um, and what they've traditionally been known for uh, is a 12 o'clock crown. It's a little bit different, right? I mean, it's, it's up at the top of the watch. Like a pocket watch. Like a pocket watch. Uh, so that's kind of what Anonymous has been known for. And they were also one of the first companies to go with the bronze material for a case many, many years ago. So anyway, I've been reviewing this. I, I am thoroughly, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. And the, the Eperado, it's a little bit smaller. It's 42 and it's got your standard three o'clock crown. So it's a little bit more of a traditional looking watch and it, it's just, I, I love it. it. I've really enjoyed it. So, um, to get the full scoop on it, definitely check out wrist, wristwatchreview.com. Keep an eye out all post on Instagram when the, the review is up. And um, I will also probably be reviewing it on Love & Watches. So we'll have a couple different spots. The the blue is a stunning, it's almost like a cornflower blue. It's not, I, most of the blue watches I see are the same old blue, royal blue. And, right. and I think that's, uh, a lot of men love royal blue, but I think this is, it's so much different. It's so classy and um, it's soft and it looks so beautiful with the blue with the brown leather. I really yeah, the like brown it. leather so almost unique. has like the wood grain. It's it, really it is. cool. It's it's lovely. I, I wish I could wear that. It's just humongous. It's, it's big. So it's forty two. It's a me. good size watch. It's yeah. it's tough for smaller wrists. And I tried oh, and them it's all got on the um, Vegas. What's that bezel called? That it, it's the same that you have on your day date. It's like a not scallop, fluted, fluted pie, bezel, pie tin or pie. Boy, it catches the light and it just it's looks really so but good. But it's not overdone. No, I mean it's it, not overdone. I'm it's just, really I well. Really it's a really it. well rounded. It's balanced, and it's, it's got really a good, a solid Salida SW200 movement. It's a basic three hander with the date at six, which is another thing I really like. Is the date at six o'clock as opposed to three, where it tends to cut mm -hmm. into the three marker and stand out. I think the six o'clock gives it, the dial a little bit more symmetry, uh, and then it has the traditional triangle formed by Arabic numerals at 12, four and eight. Everything else is a stick index and that's kind of an anonymous trademark. Don't as well. give away too much of your review. Yeah. So anyway, that's, <laughs> that's uh, a watch that I will be unfortunately sending back. I'm really bummed. What's this the, is can you I'd talk about to. the retail on that or is that a secret? Uh, no, no, it's not a secret. I believe the retail is right around 22 or $2,300. Uh, I think it's a great deal for what you get because you know, it, if you're looking for that Panerai style, but either Panerai doesn't do it for you or you just don't want to spend the Panerai money, you get something that, uh, I, in my mind, is just as good from a quality it's perspective. It's beautiful. Um, no, it's not an in-house movement. That personally doesn't bother me. I really don't care. And it's easier to get an off-the-shelf movement worked mm -hmm. on by any watchmaker. Because it's, anyway. it's a quality movement. It's a good movement. So I... I I think it's a great option for those that kind of like that look, but haven't pulled the trigger on Panerai. So anyway, that is my wrist check for the day. I think it's time to start digging into the collection here. You want to go first? You want me to go? Um, I'm trying to find your phone that I sequestered. So I oh, I think you got it. I got it. There we go. Did, cool. I, did I break it? Yeah, that's okay. It doesn't <laughs> matter. Okay. So. Okay. I'm, I think what's I'm going to have you kick off the, the what's sure. in the collection. I I think the first in the collection we did, I kind of did a sort of a Bulova thing. You did. I think it was all like vintage Bulovas, right? All, it may not have been all vintage, but I did a lot of vintage and then it yeah. was mostly Bulova. I think yeah. 
I ended up kind of doing a Seiko thing today. So I think we're, I'm going to talk about my Seikos. So it's like the same thing. You have kind of a theme going. I have nothing going. I just picked four (laughs) random watches. That's all right. So I'm starting off with a, with one here that sort of popped up on my Instagram feed. And I got an a couple of comments about it. Um, It's a quartz. It's a ladies quartz uh, chronograph. And it's mother of pearl dial. And I got this back when I was um, thinking about the Omega Speedmaster with the mother of pearl dial, but it wasn't quite in the cards financially. So I had found this Seiko online on Amazon for 350 bucks. And which isn't, you know, it's kind of high for a quartz, but this Sportura, it's called, and I had a... And it's a, is that a 38 millimeter? I think it's a 38. I think it's 38. It is a hot looking watch. Yeah. So it's got a ceramic insert. The center links in the band are actually white ceramic and it's stainless steel. And I've seen this made in yellow gold as well. And the yellow gold version looks a little bit blingy, but this stainless one is, it's pretty sharp. It's got diamond indices and they, they're actually, they're tiny, but they're, they're diamonds. And it's got the, um, 12, nine, six, sub dials, a mother of pearl dial. It's got the date at three o'clock and a ceramic bezel with a tachymeter, but it doesn't move and it's got the pushers and all. Yeah. Um, one thing I love about it is it's got a one tenth sub dial at, at noon at 12 o'clock. It's got the one tenth. So that yeah, sucker's cranking. It's it really does. fun to watch. That. And I got this pretty wet over, you know, last, late last week when I was filling up someone's bucket and uh, it survived it. But um, I had posted it online and I had an, uh, someone who was following me. Let me see if I can find that a little, do a little. Oh, that's right. He, thank I think you. you said he just, he yeah. had just uh, shared his, right? McLanklacris. McLanklacris. I can't pronounce that. But uh, he actually posted his wife's Sportura a little bit earlier version. That McLaugh- has like McLaughlin Chris, I think it McLaughlin is. McLaughlin Chris. Okay. So his wife's has the diamonds around the bezel and it looks pretty similar, really sharp looking watch. And it's the same thing. And he said that mine kind of inspired him to post it. And I don't know if that's because a lot of people don't post a lot of quartzes. I don't know if maybe people shouldn't be feeling bad about posting quartzes because no not at all we and we talk about quartzes yeah. we own them and we post a but lot you know of it them is and... it is funny though because when you first start wearing watches you wear a lot of quartzes and then you start getting into automatics and then you're like automatics are awesome and and i don't want this unless it's an automatic and then you kind of sort of get away from quartzes and mm-hmm. and now i kind of find myself going back like i'm finding some vintage quartzes that i think are kind of neat so you kind of you kind of go back and forth so you just you just sort of find new things and then you kind of re-embrace your old things and watches are watches. There's you know, nothing like it, wrong with quartz. If you like it, it's fun. So. I, I think, unfortunately, a lot of people end up not posting them because they are they don't want to be watch bullied. You know, you get yeah. the bullies out there that are, oh, that's quartz, it's junk well, isn't or whatever. It like, or same with Invicta, right? Is it like red wine versus white wine? I've met people like, oh, I only drink red, red wine. And if you drink white wine, you're maybe or box wine, maybe you're, you're you know, I don't know, but it's I like I, Invicta, I ca- like box wine. I like to, yeah, <laughs> Invicta's like box wine. I, I guess, yeah, but is I it like really to call enough? it watch bullying in the social media yeah. world. It's watch bullying, don't <laughs> let people watch bully you, right? If you like it, you wear it, if you like it, you wear it, and you don't care what other people think, right? So that's the Sportura, and it's got a model number here, and I can tell you what it is. And I've seen them, they've got it now on Amazon. For it's like two hundred fifty. Two fifty. Right? I paid three fifty, and now it's two fifty. But some people are selling it on eBay for like four or five hundred, which I is that's a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, ma, the reference number two eight zero three six seven. Yeah, and we'll we'll post that in the show Sportura, notes as well. Sportura chronograph, and there's I've seen a couple reviews online. There was some gal who was like an Olympic, um, like shot put or some some Olympic gal who. Uh, she got one for, they gave it to her to review and she got to keep it. But, um, it looks very similar to your Omega Speedmaster. It does. When you put them next to each other, they're very similar. Different subdial layout. The band is different. Yeah. Different band, but no pink highlights on this one. No. And, and this one actually did resemble the tag because I really liked at the time the tag formula one with the white center links, but 
I just, I can't get past the fact that tag charges so much for their quartz yeah. ladies watches. I just couldn't, I couldn't spend three, $4,000 on a quartz watch. Yep. I just couldn't do and it. You get the same look and you get great Seiko quality with this. It's, yeah. it's awesome. So, uh, so that's that one. I can't think of anything else I want to say about this, but I wear this a lot. Um, yeah, it, it's a great, great little chronograph, great quartz chrono. Yeah. So, all right. So uh, I think we'll, we'll switch back and forth. So I'll you go next. Okay. Yeah. And actually, I just want to let our listeners know, because you didn't mention it, but I think our listeners should know that you showered, you cleaned up, you <laughs> dressed up for the podcast. I, I mean, it's so cool that you do that. Very little dirt on me. Yeah, you are you haven't been outside working with the animals, and you look great. I'm a very lucky guy. PG looks great today, guys. So we forgot to you. feed the larger animals, though. Yeah, we'll have okay, to feed we'll them to after that. this. Uh, all right, so enough of that. I'm going to go to my first piece, which is from a, a micro brand called seals watch company and seals watch company was founded by a local guy here michael seals and we met michael uh in our first meeting with the red bar sacramento crew uh and i, I think you might have tried on the one that you pre-ordered the the model c right isn't mm-hmm. that when you tried that on and loved the it field yeah the, the the model c field and Michael's a great guy. His his watches are inspired by his love of military tanks. So it's the the case is kind of hexagonal. Um really cool looking watch. And I went to go buy I, I really like the stainless brushed. And I went to go buy it and he'd sold out. He only does about a hundred pieces of each model and then that's it. Then he moves on to the next thing. Well, uh lucky for me, our Red Bar Sacramento chapter leader had the stainless steel and I talked him into selling it to me <laughs> and uh, it's it just, it's such a cool watch. It's very different from anything I have. It's got a beautiful vertically brushed silver dial, um, neat chapter ring with, with the 60 second hash marks or 60 minute hash marks. Just a, a really, really pretty watch. It does have proprietary, a proprietary um, band or end link, but I think you could, I haven't taken this. I haven't taken this off. He also makes a, a stainless steel bracelet for mm. this. And I keep telling him, I got to get that again. We're going to miss the, the get together next week. But one of these days I'm going to pick up a stainless bracelet from him. Uh, this has got kind of a dark, dark Brown alligator pattern. It's great. Leather strap. Really pretty. Uh, nice. Um, it's got a nice signed crown. I love the crown guard on this. It's kind of screwed. It's got two big screws. So the current crown guards kind of oh, screwed yeah. in. Very pretty. And the, the dial is it's, it's also brushed but it almost has a pearl finish to it. It really shines. Yeah, it really pretty. shines. Uh, it's got, it's got applied indices too. It's got applied stainless steel indices, great loom. I guess BGW nine, uh, Mio to 9015 movement. So great solid workhorse of a movement. It's Heavy. yeah, it's, it's got a lot of weight to it. It's 41 millimeters across. So it's kind of on the border for you. If you were to wear it, I know you've tried it on. It's a little bit large on you. It's perfect for me. Um, and like I said, Michael's just a great guy. I really like him a lot. He's doing a great job with the business. He's a good listener. Very good listener. He listens to his customers. Um, I actually reviewed another one of his new models, the Dark Seal. I reviewed that on Wristwatch Review. Really neat watch. And then, like I think I mentioned, you uh, pre-ordered the Model C. With the black dial. Similar with the hexagonal case. Uh, a little bit more vintage looking, and it's got... Mm-hmm. Um, like soldered lugs. Yeah. So that's really Exposed. vintage style. And it, it wears smaller. It's a little bit sh- uh, lower profile. Yeah. It's got a STP 111 movement. I think that movement's not, not quite as thick as the, the Miota and it's a 40 millimeter. So it's it smaller. works a lot better for you. And that with the, um, the soldered lugs, I think that works better, but just really excited to see, uh, what Michael's going to come up with next. So, uh, right now there's the model a and he's still got some available, uh, in the different, like the, the darker, uh, vintagey looking cases. I, I don't know how you, they're kind of pre-distressed. They look um, black PVD. And then uh, I think the pre-order is closed for the Model C. Those are gone. There's none left. There might be some for the Dark Seal. I don't know, but we'll put the link to his website on the on the show notes. Definitely go check it out. He's making some really, really nice watches and it's all custom. There's no off-the-shelf stuff. All of his, you know, his hands and his dials, everything is... Uh, custom made to his spec. So I'm mm-hmm. um, really impressed. 
Very, very cool watch. I love it. I wear it a lot. Sees a lot of wrist time. Um, and it's, again, not one that I don't think I'll ever sell. It's got a solid case back with the his um, logo engraved on the back and the part number and or the reference number and the uh, model. So, very cool. I dig it. You're next. Okay. My next one is the Seiko Orange Monster. And Classic. I Yeah, and I saw this on Watch Freaks website. Someone had posted for sale. Yeah. No, someone right? had posted a picture of it. Was it okay. Jeep Dad or was it Jeep it was someone it who someone who does a lot of fishing? Yeah, it was someone else, but someone who who does a lot of neat photography, and it was on a rock with water. And I'm yep. like, I'm like, honey, what's that? And you always know Bevo watch. That's who it was. Yeah, on you watch always freaks. you always know that there's trouble when I say, honey, what's that? I know. As soon as I hear those words, I'm like, oh, this is going to be expensive. But it wasn't that expensive. <laughs> no, it's, it wasn't. It's a we, Gen One. Yeah, and then this movement, I believe, is the same movement in the Seiko Five, right? The 7S26. Yep. So it's non-hacking, non-manual wind. That's kind of that was the original kind of Seiko entry-level workhorse, and this is the SKX 781K1. So the original first gen with the rocket ship hands. Rocket ship hands. Yeah, just really, really neat. It's let, me, not, let me see that. It's not a that. small watch, but it's smaller than the Baby Tuna. Yeah. Day and, date. Yeah. And I've I've swam in the lake in that one. It's a great watch. I love it. And I just love the orange dial and I have it on a, I usually wear it on a, the golf race car NATO. Cause light orange looks, and or light blue and orange. Yeah. I like it. So that was your very first diver. I believe. No, my Invictas were my first divers. My little, Invicta Oh, that you had pro diver. Okay. Yeah, I had the right. quartzes. Smaller ones. And then I had the, uh, Snoopy, which I'm going to talk about later. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so this Seiko is my orange monster that I love because I fell in love with your baby tuna, but it was just way too big. I tried yeah, wearing that's that. Like Forty-five with I the tried. big shroud, forty-six or forty-seven. And I because I, I love the loom at night. I love being able to wake up and know what time it is. I'm telling you, Seiko loom is there's nothing like it. It's great. So love this. Love the movement. It's an awesome yeah, watch. It's a super cool. And it's funny because you know Kaz and Mike did their show this week on X X S K X watches and i was chatting with them today over text and i said you know unfortunately now you've got me looking for skx watches i totally forgot we already have one we've got the monster that's an that's a classic skx well what about the tuna same thing no tuna's different that's not the skx um but i also have i bought a an skx that had been customized a 007 oh, with the 1911 on it yeah with oh. the firearm on the dial and i took it all apart uh, and it's still a part. I need to get it back together. So we actually do have a couple SKXs that I had completely forgotten about. So that's pretty cool. Uh, all right. So are you are you good on that one? I think so. Unless you can think of anything remarkable, I need to mention about the. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, it's got it's got a super cool bezel with it's a got bezel a, guard. Really cool and... bezel. It's really easy to grip. Again, it's the SKX seven eighty one. Uh, and just a really classic. It is the classic orange monster. I'm really yep. glad we got the Gen 1. I like it more than the Gen 2 with yep. the triangular indices. I've never tried it with the original bracelet on it, have I? Yeah, it came with a mesh bracelet, I think. Well, I've tried the shark bracelet, but it also came with a uh, Did it come with standard original? original bracelet. And I yeah, just never tried, tried it because I thought it was too masculine, but I suppose I should really try it. Probably. I think it's in the box, right? Yeah, you never know until we'll you try. It I think yeah. it was a five link, wasn't it? Oh, I don't remember. We should take a we look at it. We bought that one a while ago. But any standard, um, if we've got the end link, we should try it. Yeah. If it came with the, the factory end links, then we can certainly throw it on. Strap code's got a bunch that'll fit that. He's we got should. several. I, so. I actually like, I really like having a bracelet because it, you know, for water application, I really, I don't yeah. like to have the wet NATO on me all the time. It's kind well, of, well, when you get them sweaty. wet, they stretch a little and then yeah. it gets loose. So yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. good choice. So what do you good got choice. there? Uh, so my next one is a brand that we've talked about quite a bit. Um, I've written up reviews on wristwatch review and on love and watches about this brand, uh, based in the UK and just a really fun, uh, I guess, art watch brand. And that's Mr. Jones watches. And they have a watch called, uh, the last laugh. 
and they have a version called the tattoo, which is, is this, this is like a sugar skull, right? Like the Mexican sugar skulls, like day, of, day the of the dead, dead. type yeah. stuff. Um, and they had it in a smaller size with really thin, sharp lugs. And then they came out with the XL and the XL. Let me see. I think I've got specs for it here. Uh, Mr. Jones. So yeah, it's, it's 45 millimeter. It's a big watch, but it's just super cool. And I dig the way it tells time. So it uses a Siegel TY1723 movement, I believe. So it's a Chinese movement. Uh, I think this is the only watch I have that's got a Chinese mechanical movement in it. But they used it because it's got it's set up for the disc style of telling time. Mm -hmm. And that means you've got two discs in there that rotate. Uh, The top layer of teeth in the skull's mouth shows you the hour. And the bottom layer of teeth shows you the minute. So just like my uh, first bloom or last bloom. Well, so then you bought your last bloom mm-hmm. after I bought this. Just really, they're really fun watches. You know, for me, this watch is about not taking the hobby too seriously uh, and not worrying so much about what other people think and just looking down at your wrist and smiling. And it's beautiful art. It is. It, it's really the well done. Artists are well known, very talented artists. They, they use local artists in the UK. Um, several, they work for, with several different artists and it's just, it's just a lot of fun. And it's got a Sapphire crystal black PVD case, uh, nice black leather band with green stitching that kind of pulls out some of the green and that the artwork on the skull. Um, yeah, it, it just, it's a really fun watch. And every time I post this, the, the gist of the post is don't forget to not take the hobby too seriously because then you stop having fun. If I stop having fun, I stop the hobby. And I don't ever want to stop having fun with this. And this was the first watch of this type that I've owned, right? I've I've never been, I'm not an art guy. I don't really use that side of my brain. doesn't really interest me, but I saw this watch and I loved it. I'm, I love skulls and it was just, I had to, had to give it a shot and I really, really enjoy it. And I highly encourage you guys uh, to check them out because it's just, they're just fun. And they have tons of super cool watches. They do. And it's not, most of the time it's not about telling the time. I mean, it does tell the time, but it's, uh, it does it in a fun way. And, and it's more just about enjoying yourself and enjoying the hobby. And like I said, I look down at this when it's on my wrist and I inevitably smile, you know, it's just a lot of fun. And I do get comments on it. This is Mm -hmm. one of the few watches that I wear where people that are non watch people will say something like, what the heck is that? You know, and I explain how it works and, I tell them it's an automatic movement. There's no battery and they, they really, they really, uh, enjoy it. So that's it. Nice. Fun watch. Very Go nice. for it. Number three for you. Okay. Number three. I like to call this crazy Snoopy and you, you named it crazy Snoopy because it's my, um, crazy accurate Invicta <laughs> Snoopy. It's like uh, less than it, a second a day. accurate. It's, it's less crazy. than a second. It, it's as it's almost as accurate. Well, it's actually as accurate at times as the Rolex watches yeah. we have. And it's an H 35 movement. Um, it's pretty small. I think it's like 37 millimeter for that. 37 or 38 yeah, I think maybe but it's red yeah. it's got a red face and a red dial and a red bezel and it's got Snoopy he's like da- doing this happy dance it's got a date and it's <laughs> the really Snoopy silly. happy dance the Snoopy happy dance and uh does it have a display case back yeah cool it's supposed to be I think it's a limited edition but I have a feeling that the the numbers that Invicta puts every on Invicta is it, a limited it's all edition. zero 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 eight every single yeah. one I think by the way, we're not like in love with Invicta. No, we just don't no. like the hating because it's it. irrational and it's Invicta fun. does some stupid stuff. I mean, they'll, yeah. they post their prices at crazy, ridiculous prices yeah, and then, like, what is you know, that? oh, it's on sale for $60 but, and normally 2000 whatever. But, uh, and but they, I, I think Snoopy. they all say limited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it, it's Snoopy and I love Snoopy and I can swim in this and get it wet and it uh it's an automatic movement it's got a seiko you can't be fantastic it. and it's super i got lucky sub hundred dollar this has a really accurate accurate movement in it i mean the fact is most quartz watches cost more than 100 bucks these days mm-hmm. and to be able to get a seiko powered automatic watch in stainless steel nice diver good water resistance nice bezel for less than 100 bucks it's mm-hmm. crazy I and mean, if you go prime day you can even get them for Less for than less, 50. yeah. 
I know it's it's so, amazing. And it's fun if you want to collect and not you, whether you can afford to or not. You can you can pick up a whole bunch of cute stuff. They've got so many characters that they're licensed. You know, to put on their watches, it's really it's a lot of fun, and especially yeah. for like young people or get them for your nieces and nephews or for yourself. I mean, and it's heck, got the cool yellow rotor that Invicta is known for. Which, if you're a, a newbie collector, like when I first started collecting, I wanted everything to have a display case back because it's it, so just, much fun. It's so cool to stare at yeah. the the balance wheel and that mechanism yep. in there. Skeleton so, watches are so much fun to look at. Yeah, I mean, if you're new to watches, I I, I really this wish is a great deal. I really wish my the Rolex had a display back because their movements are beautiful and you don't ever get to see them. You know, Rolex fans spend, have been asking for that for years. Spend the money and you don't get to see yeah. it and you know it's gorgeous. Yeah. So, but that will make it less waterproof. But. And that came on a bracelet, it did. didn't it? Yeah, really nice And one. you've got it on a rubber, a Barton quick release yeah, red. on a red. Which matches the dial. Yeah, and great. actually this is one of those, uh, the Bartons that's got the shorter it came with a longer tail and a shorter tail. Right. And this fits me perfectly because I always have so much extra on the the strap. I definitely have to give Barton props for that, for including two different length tails depending on your wrist size. Because yep. frequently for you with a smaller wrist, it's hard to find straps that work. It wraps. They usually wrap all the way up to the lug. Yeah, and you don't, ha- or you don't have enough holes punched no, in it. it never. It can like be the Anonimo you're wearing doesn't have enough holes in it. Right. I've had to punch holes in all my watches with the with the uh, leather punch that I punch yep. holes in the horse stuff. Yep. Which is really not a good way to do it. I really shame on me for using. You do that, what you have to hey, do. So that's that watch, and I love it. It's great. I, I'm finding that I'm not putting my watches on the winders as much. That's another yeah, topic. That is another topic. Another We're going to have a show talking about. I think one of the topics will be about watch winders and we've, we've gone through phases with watch winders and yeah, whole, whole different topic. Some, some of my watches are really easy to set. So I leave them off cause I don't wear them as much. Cause now I'm kind of thinking, do I really want to have them winding all the time and kind of reduce their the life burning the green time on these watches so yeah. that I'm going to have to have them. Do I really want to spend 150 bucks to service a watch I paid $40 for? That has just been spinning on a winder. Right. Yeah. So there, there is that. I mean, some watches that are more difficult to set, like my Orient Sun and Moon, I that is always living on a winder because it's hard to set the date. Right. Um, so you just have to think about which Vintage watch. watches kind of as well. But but then again, vintage movements, you don't want to put too much wear and tear on them. So. Like my vintage watches, I don't have any of them on a... All right. So are we good with the Snoopy? I'm going to move on to my next one, uh, which is... This was my first kind of high-end watch purchase. Um, and it's very much out of the ordinary. It's not what you would typically consider to be a first high end watch purchase, which I think for me would be like a Rolex or a Tudor or a Breitling, you know, one of the major brands. Um, this is a Hamilton, which is part of the Swatch group was, uh, was an American company when it was started many, many years ago. Um, they made a lot of pocket watches back. In they the did. Day. They made a lot of pocket watches, railroad watches, that kind of stuff. But I saw this watch and I just, it was just so cool and so different. And I tend to kind of like to wear different, you know, not mainstream type stuff. Um, and it's called the face to face Two. So a few years ago, Hamilton came out with the face to face, the original, which was, had two movements in it. So you've got the case and then you have the case within an outer cage and the case actually flips around so you can wear it with the, the backside. The original one had, uh, one, one dial on the front and another dial on the back and it was dual movement. So obviously you've got two different movements to service. I don't think it was a huge hit. It was very expensive. And then a couple years ago, they came out with the face to face two, which is a single movement. It's a Valju 7750 chronograph. Um, the watch is shaped kind of like an Audemars PK millinery. So it's, it's a long oval. Um, so it's wider than it is tall. It's, um, 53 millimeters wide and 44 millimeters high. It's a big watch, um, larger than the millinery, but very similar. So this one's got that standard, you know, uh, six, nine, 12 chronograph layout with the, the running seconds and the day date. But then when you flip it, you've got, uh, you can see the movement. So you've got the rotor exposed, the whole movement inside with really nice perlage on the bridges. And then you've got three scales. You've got a tachymeter scale to measure distance or measure speed. 
you've got a telemeter scale to measure distance to a sound. Like if you wanted to measure distance to a lightning storm, you've got the telemeter and then a pulsometer to measure your, your heart rate. So really neat the way they've, the way they got away from the two movement, went to a single high quality chronograph movement. It's a beautiful watch. It's got a lot of silvers and grays and blacks in terms of shades but like the this the running second style is larger than the two chronograph subdials, and underneath it you can actually see the date wheels. Oh yeah, it's like a it's like a dark kind of smoked kind glass. Of hard, kind of hard for me to read. It's not the easiest watch to read, and that's the only thing I was a little disappointed because it was it was pretty expensive. I think it retails for four thousand. It's not what I paid for it, but still, it was it was a lot of money for our kind of first high end watch. But uh, I. It's just really cool. And I, I can tell time. It's just a little tough because it's got pretty small silver hands with a silver backdrop. So. I can see why they did that, though, because they want you to be able to see past it and underneath. Yeah. So they wanted to leave room so that you could see the date wheels. So now is this movement modified so that you can flip it and use the back as the It is. It's called, the H, it's called an H41 movement. It's ba- it is a Valju 7750. They put different springs, so it's got like a longer power reserve, I think. Um but it's a, it's a seventy seven fifty, but it is modified because it has a pass through seconds hand because you need a seconds hand for the chronograph on the back. So when you're measuring with the pulsometer or the the tachymeter or whatever, you need a seconds hand back there. So that seconds hand obviously runs in the it runs counterclockwise, and your pushers are reversed. So to start it, you use the bottom pusher, and to stop and to stop it or to reset it, you use the top pusher uh, when it's flipped around to the case back. So. Uh, just something you have to keep in mind, but yeah, it's just a, it's just such a, a cool, cool looking watch. It really works well. It's designed well. Uh, it's got a thick black leather band with a blue, light blue on the underside, so that kind of works with some of the blue accents on the. I on think the I dial. broke it. Did you break my watch? <laughs> it's not working. Let's see. Well, it's not wound. Oh, well, <laughs> that no would power. explain it. That would be why. Okay. It's not wound. So once it winds up, it's going to be running. But yeah, so it's got that really nice, uh, and it's got a deployment clasp with a hidden tail. Pretty band. Yeah, beautiful band. It ran it. It really the brings out the blue nice. highlights in the yeah. dial on both sides. Well, you know, Hamilton did the Ventura, and they've got their they've got a little bit of an edge to them. You know, they do. They're, it's a I great brand. They do That's, different stuff. That Ventura Unisex is one of my kind of grail. That's on my wish list. Yeah, it's That's a fun. A it's a it's a fun watch. Most of most of those Venturas are pretty darn big and too big for a lady. But yep, yeah. and the, and they do make a ladies, but it's a quartz. And if I'm gonna do it, I want to do a real thing. So totally. But yeah. All right, I think we've got your last okay, one. So my last one. These are little vintage pieces that I've posted, but I was uh, browsing around one Sunday on eBay and. There's a, a watch merchant who sells vintage watches, and I think this person has like 5,000 vintage watches. And I found two, they're actually the same They're watch. like little spaceships. Yeah, they look like little spaceships, and they kind of have this funky little uh, designery looking case shape. And I thought they had, I thought the, they had yellowed dials. Like The from dial age. is shaped like the Hamilton face-to-face. It's a long it's oval. oval, yeah. yeah. And I thought it was yellowed, like with age. And the thing comes in the mail, and it's a champagne dial, and they've got really cool. a red and a green stripe down. It's sort of like that sort of Gucci Beverly Hills sort of. <laughs> I don't know if it's eighties or it if is. it's like way back to the fifties. I honestly can't idea it because the dates, Seiko date finders, you cannot determine the decade. I thought we determined it was either sixties or seventies. I but thought I can't it. Remember. I think it's pretty old. I can't tell, but it's got the um, one has the original. H- original bracelet, bracelet on it yeah but the movement cool. in it is the what is it the h oh my gosh i forget I, I popped it open old 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 wind up movement in it manual that, wind that, mechanical that i believe they only yeah. used like in the 50s so i think this is mm, actually i think this is a pretty old these are old pieces and i paid 40 dollars for one of them and 100 for the other so i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna quibble over price but these are and they're actually pretty big for a ladies vintage watch and they both work and they're just super cool. And I know you're not really into the vintage thing, but... Not as much as I, you are. I dig vintage stuff. And these are just really unique. I've never seen... Seiko's got a few funky 
weird looking ladies watches but i just love these and you i are, can't find anything on these at all you're starting to get me into the vintage though we just bought a seiko pogue yellow dial seiko pogue super yeah, cool and a, a boulevard oceanographer orange dial yeah, those aren't out there though these these are weird yeah those are more those are more like normal divers um right yeah these are totally bizarre really cool looking though they're a lot of fun but i like them i mean they just scream halter top awesome (laughs) space race i mean total space they are it it, it feels that's why i was thinking more like 60s but even in the 50s that that was yeah you know they're neat but the green and red stripe that's what i can't figure out i don't know yeah it's like almost like it's like like the italian Italian flag flag. Yeah. yeah it's i can't figure it out and i can't find anything i can't find them in any books i've looked through countless Seiko catalog. So if any of you Seiko yeah, we'll, buffs we'll out post there, them and we'll post the I've movement posted, number. I've posted them. I've already posted them. On the show notes. Uh, uh, looking, yeah. Okay, 541065 is the case number. Uh, that looks like 11 7820 is another number under that. But I haven't really yeah, researched Yeah, I've got a 7. This is 147820. I really should research them. I've looked up they're so just, so many cool. things, but they're neat. We've posted this before mm-hmm. on a previous podcast. I don't know if you were maybe if it was a wrist check or something. I don't know, but I think it was a wrist check. Could have been a wrist check. Yeah, but this one I've just searched and searched, and that's got to be the original bracelet too. Oh, for sure, that's definitely. It's a hard, um, rigid. With it's still got the safety chain on it. It's, it's neat. like it's like a dual pipe. Yeah, two pipes. They're really neat. Funky. It is very funky. Yeah, I like them. I dig them. We should probably service them. We've been buying vintage watches and need to get some movement just to have them serviced. But they're pretty clean. And and one's actually quite accurate. Is it? Yeah. Have you checked them both? Well, we checked checked this little... The one with the leather band is not as accurate as this one. So I think someone's... What'd you call it? Someone messed with the adjustment on it. Uh, Well, someone did regulate this one. Yeah. You can tell. You can... When I looked at the movement, it's been regulated. So... Yeah. yeah, it's fun. So I like those. I, I love finding the little vintage. I yeah. wish I had my mom's little vintage Bulova. Oh, I know. That, that disappeared. Cool. Yeah. But they're all out there on eBay if you can find them, if you know what you're looking for. Yep, for sure. For sure. So, well, that's all I've got. All right. Well, let's get to my last one here. We're approaching the hour mark. Um, the last one that I'm going to talk about is a relatively new watch to my collection. Um and again, it's another watch that I wrote a review about for wristwatchreview.com. Um, just a quick backstory. It was either it was either last year, 2017 or 2016, Seiko came out uh, with a watch that uh, became known as the Blue Lagoon uh, in both the Turtle case and the Samurai case. And it was just a really pretty blue dial with a nice two-tone blue bezel. And I didn't jump on it when it came out and now they're trading for more than retail on eBay. And it was always a watch I kept kind of going back to and looking at. And it was really just, I'm a big blue guy. Most guys, for some reason, we all like blue. Um, I'm a big blue dial guy. So anyway, uh, I've always kind of regretted not buying that blue lagoon. Well, this year, and I don't remember if it was announced at Basel, but it was some, I think it was around that time. Uh, Seiko announced uh, a brand new special edition. I don't know how many, they haven't said how many they're going to make, so I'm not sure what special edition means, but it's called the, it's the SRP, SRPC 93, I think. I wrote it down here. It is the, yeah, SRPC 93, Save the Ocean. And it's called the Save the Ocean because it's a collaboration with Fabian Cousteau um, and his... Uh, ocean learning center so when you buy one of these part of the proceeds go to the ocean learning center but that aside it's got a dial that i have just never i've never seen anything like it before it's if you look at um is it a i think it's this is it a blue whale or the sperm whale i forget that has the the ridges on the side of its body that's what the dial is modeled after and it's this beautiful dark blue gradient that that fades to a, a black at the at six o'clock but most of the dial is that just incredible amazing glittering blue it's 
the most amazing blue dial I've ever seen. Um, and again, it has a two-tone blue bezel with a different blue color marking 0 to 15. And I wear the heck out of this watch. It's, it's just a great-looking piece. Uh, the Samurai comes with a, a bracelet, which I really like. And then I've got some other bands that I've purchased. I've got a couple Toxic Natives that I've bought for it. Um, just a really, a really fun watch. Uh, I wear it a ton. It's a great daily wear. And again, it's just got that incredible blue. So highly recommend it. They're still available if you missed out on the Blue Lagoon, but you like a Seiko Blue Dial and you like the either Samurai or Turtle. I bought the Samurai. There's the SRPC91, which is the Turtle variant, but PG bought me a, a Pepsi Dial or a Pepsi Bezel Turtle uh, for Christmas last year. So I already had my Turtle and figured I needed to get that a, a Samurai case. <laughs> you so needed it. Needed to have it. It was a must. Uh, so anyway, that's my my fourth watch. Really dig it. And if you want to read more about it, go to wristwatchreview.com. There's a, a review of the piece there. So. Oh my gosh. So it is, we're 55 minutes and I think we can successfully call this a, an episode and wrap it up. Um, so hopefully you guys learned a little bit more about us. I mean, the reason we do these, these what's in the collection episodes is just for you guys to kind of understand where our tastes come from, what we like, what we don't like. Uh, I think it'll probably help you if you read a review that I do or that PG does on love and watches or, or you know, or, or something I do on wristwatch review you're going to get facts about the piece, but you're also going to get opinion. That's what blogging and podcasting and all this stuff's all about. We, we want to, we want to talk to you guys about our feelings about, about these different watches and, and, uh, the watch industry. So hopefully by understanding what's in our collection, you'll be able to read a review that I do and understand what I like. And so can kind of put my opinion in context because again, it's just opinion, a watch I may not like you may totally dig. So, Hopefully, by us going through the collection, you guys are getting an idea of what we like, uh, which tends to be all over the place, I think. Right. I mean, I, I get comments. I just got one that uh, I had posted a watch, and someone said, I don't care for it, and that's totally cool. Yeah. No, every, I mean, everyone's got their own their own tastes and their own opinions. We think there's, there's a watch out there for everybody. So uh, we enjoy doing this. We'll do more of them. We have a big collection, so we'll be doing more of these um, as the podcast progresses. But uh, And most of our collection is under... It's it's on it's on the lower end of the price point. So. Yeah, I mean yeah. we've got some nicer watches, but the majority of the collection is like sub five hundred dollars yeah. for sure. Um, so we talked about the giveaway. Go to Love and Watches at Love and Watches on Instagram. Definitely enter the giveaway. It's so easy. Just tell us what your favorite chronograph is. Um, if you go into the post, it's the latest post with a picture of the the giveaway watch, which is a white dial Invicta. And it's fun to read what other people's. It's super Dream fun. It, it, yeah, those will those maybe will give you guys ideas. I mean, I'm looking. I'm going. Hey, I'd like that chronograph. <laughs> I like that one. I wish people could post pictures on on comments. Yeah, no, I know fun, they can't, but, but it's easy enough to go look yeah. up, you know, on images. But uh, so we talked about the giveaway. Really easy. Go follow us, please. Please follow us. I mean, we we would really appreciate it. You don't have to follow us to enter the giveaway. All you have to do is tell us your favorite chronograph. But we would really appreciate the follow. Uh, we talked about Swatch Group pulling out of of the uh, the Basel World show, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens there. Talked about Dave Sutton's custom SKX getting launched up to mm-hmm. International Space Station, which was super cool. And then uh, jumped into the wrist check. Oh, and we you did a shout out to um, new baby to our buddy who uh, <laughs> and his wife who just had the baby who's listening to, to the podcast, podcast in the in the the hospital <laughs> that I was Fun. born. So that yeah. was that's pretty darn cool. So I think that's it, guys. Um, as always, thank you so much for listening. We appreciate it. Uh, please comment uh, on the on the post that we'll put on Instagram for the show. Go to the website, comment there. iTunes. Uh, yeah, give us, you know, please go review us on iTunes. That helps or whatever platform you listen to us on. If you're able to review, please do so. It'll, it'll help us develop the show. We want to we be talking about things that you guys are interested in. So definitely uh, give us a review. And, uh, yeah, I think that's it. Thank you again for listening. We appreciate all the listeners and the followers. Uh, I am Ranch Racer. And I'm Perpetual Girl. And as always, I say, buy what you love and love what you buy. Awesome. All right. Thanks, everyone. We'll see you next show. Bye-bye.